welcome back to the Alpha Regimen podcast. Mm. Are you gonna say something? Oh, yeah, your show. <laughs> Brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome back to the Alpha Regiment podcast. Nice. Today, nice. that's the energy I've got, dude. Nice. I'm at, I have like a weird, I have like a weird um, hangover feeling right now. Where I'm like not really hungover. I just have to shit every 15 minutes. Nice. That's it's, terrible. That's like the kind of that's the kind of hangover it is today. It wasn't bad. Um, but it's, it's an interesting one. Like, I can't tell if it's going to get worse or better. Anyways, yeah. that's the TMI to start this off. Uh, we have a special guest today. Daniel. Daniel Velasquez. How are you guys? Daniel Velasquez. I don't know You're why so I couldn't remember your last name. I'm doing terrific. Yeah. It's probably the beer on my system is why I couldn't remember the last name. No, it's all good, bro. It's a Sunday morning. <laughs> It's not okay, dude, being professional. It's not okay. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be professional. I'm supposed to be at church right now, honestly. Tyler's keeping me away from God. <laughs> That's, yeah, hey, man. Sometimes Brady, we gotta sacrifice for work. Brady currently has a flat-brim hat, AirPods, and he's vaping, and he looks very cool. I... <laughs> I was gonna get mad about that, but no, I do look really cool. Yeah. You're like, I could tell... I could tell you're hungover because your like skin matches the color of the wall behind you. You're like a yeah, very sickish gray type of <laughs> early morning look to you. It's really bad, dude. It's, well, the thing was, we went to the Jacksonville Beach Bars. And when you hear that, you think, oh, sick. Like, you're going to catch some sun and all that. No, Jacksonville Beach Bars is always a shit show. Always goes terrible. Uh, my friend is actually here. He's, he's in the Army, and he's on his, like, two-week leave. So I was like, hey, whatever you want to do, let's go do it. And he always wants to go to the beach bars. And we went out there, and it's just always interesting. It always ends the same way. Uh, Jacksonville Beach Bars always ends with going to the beach at 2.30 in the morning. And there's just groups of people scattered, laying in the sand, um, that, yelling at each other. It's kind of hilarious. That sounds awful, actually. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it's, that, it's terrible. As soon as you told me Jacksonville, I was like, dude, that's trash. <laughs> And then going to the it beach, is trash, like, yeah, it's crazy because like there's there are people here who are, who are so MK Ultra, like so psyoped into this place that they think that this is actually incredible. And like I'll, I'll run into friends from like high school, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, what are you doing? Like, where are you now?" I'm like, I'm like, I just grab them and like pull them in close, like, get the fuck out of here, like leave Jacksonville, yeah. like for the love of God, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how old are you? Just curious. If I'm like the uh, oldest I'm, one here. I'm I'm 24. Okay, Tyler. I'm 23, and by the way, whenever Brady Fuck. talks over you, you can tell him to shut up. Yeah, uh, just tell me to shut dude. up, dude. <laughs> I know, I'm no, no, no. It good. works. I can Fuck, see him. I'm old I, can see, I can see Daniel, like, licking his lips whenever you, like, start talking. He's like, oh, <laughs> can I, oh, can I? <laughs> yeah. No, dude, yeah. Just, just, cut, just cut me off. I'm, like, one of uh, five kids, so, like, the only way I ever got noticed in life was by talking over people. It's a terrible habit. Yeah, your mom's yeah, pussy dude. is destroyed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Getting five kids. Yeah. See, that's how I know you. That's how I know you come from money too. It always like <laughs> adds, it's all adding up. That's funny. Hey, Nobody with got five, five kids. kids that money spread. The, the money spread thin when it's like five kids. So it's like you never realize you're rich until like you put two and two together and you're like, wait a minute. Like we all went to private school. I was like, yeah, we didn't get to go to Disney World like everyone else as much. And like, we didn't have a boat, but like we had five kids go to private school and like we're all in college and stuff. I was like, that must make some money. Like you must do all right. Yeah, nobody has five kids and Wi-Fi. Like unless they come from, <laughs> unless they come from money. So it's like, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, bro, you That's probably cool. got the Wi-Fi extenders all over the house. Yeah. We got like one. That's it. That's, Dad holds oh, the Wi Fi. He keeps the Wi Fi box in the lip uh, That's the dope. All right. So I'm building like. Office. 
which really sucked growing up. Okay. I'm so sorry. This is I keep I keep cutting you off. I'm I'm sorry. No, you're, but, you're fine. No, the, just the Zoom connection is kind of shitty. Yeah, no, it's, it's okay. all it's all good. Um, so that's dope. I'm building like I okay. I got a, kind of an idea of who you are. So you said you're 20. How old are you? 23, 24. Both of you guys. Yes, yeah, sir. Yep. Dude, that's crazy. I can't wait till both your front brains develop. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm counting down the days. I'm counting down the days. I've got like uh Yeah, literally you're at beach bars. Like six so, yeah. months left. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm still agreeing to go to beach bars, so something's yeah. not right. That's great. Yeah. Twenty once you get I'm like twenty seven and it's like life is just gonna continue to disappoint. Like this is gonna be like the high of your lives right now. You're twenty <laughs> yeah, you're twenty four and young. This this will be this the, best the best time it gets. It's gonna get a lot worse after this. Oh. Fuck, yeah. dude. Tyler That's, and I yeah. actually talk about that all the time. Tyler, Tyler and I, we like first got out of college. Like, you know that like at first feeling when you get your first like job and you're out in the real world. Uh, we realized pretty quickly on that this was gonna suck. Tyler yeah. would call me and be like, "Hey, man, I figured it out. It's just all about it's gonna suck anyway. So you just gotta work really hard and not expect anything to happen." And I was like, "That sounds awful," but I guess that's what we do now. No, that's yeah. No, that's great advice. Um... I don't know. It's I'm having a fucking week, dude. Uh, last a couple of days ago, I got oh fuck. Should I do this? Uh, yeah, I fucking tell it. Uh, <laughs> so I got I got trashed at a at a comedy club that I regularly perform at. Um, I got I blacked out. Now it's not the first time I got blacked out there, so I understand. <laughs> but I got completely trashed. It was like my friends had to carry me from their truck like a, like a prince like they were carrying me by fours <laughs> in into my house uh, and so i got banned from that comedy club uh, and oh, it's really? fine like yeah no it's fine like i totally understood the ban like i can't be getting sloppy like that um, did you throw like, you up can't... or something no 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 nothing like i was just a, i was just a, i was falling down i mean i have cerebral palsy so i don't walk great <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> So it's like you can't be a cripple and an alcoholic. Like you gotta pick a, you gotta pick a struggle. So yeah. What if you're like I'm not drunk and they're like get your ass out of here. I'm like I'm not no, absolutely yeah. ballsy. Yeah. No, my... For real. No, that's 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 so unfair, dude. They're like, hey, hey, man, can you check on that guy? He's like stumbling around and kind of like slurring his words. You're just completely yeah. just sober. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that happened to me one time uh, at a show. Uh, I was doing a show in Fort Worth. And afterwards, uh, I was opening for a guy. Then afterwards, went to a bar, and they were like, I mean, it was whatever. It was like a mile walk, which isn't long, but like I'm probably gonna be tired, and like I'm not in the best like walking shoes for like a show. Um, and so we get to the bar. I'm completely sober, and my my dude who I'm opening for is going in, and um, he's like, All right, yeah, you guys going? He goes, All right, y'all guys are good, but your friend in the back like can't come in and they were like he, he was too drunk and i was completely sober and they're like no he has cerebral palsy like for real and like the bartender turned ghost white and was like go ahead didn't even check my id was like i'm gonna just <laughs> right, you can, you can go. i'm not getting yeah. fired for this yeah yeah you know uh, what i think is so cool though is uh your most viral clip is you like making light of your uh situation like getting yeah, made yeah, fun yeah. of yeah yeah no for sure um you have to what what i don't know what the clip is uh uh, the one Which on one? your uh, the one on your account is like some you were like were telling a story and you were like so I ran to the and then the co-host was like yeah, you yeah, ran yeah, yeah like yeah, two hundred thousand yeah. views yeah no that guy um, 
that guy, the co-host, the the producer, he's hilarious. The name Josh Cabaza. He's out of he's out of Austin. He's fucking hilarious. But um, yeah, man, you you have to like you just have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell this story too. Is like I growing up, which I don't know if this is good or bad parenting. Uh, but like my parents never told me I was disabled. They just like sent me to school one day, and then I found out there. <laughs> I found out there. Yeah, I found out there real quick. And I like realized this the other day, dude. Like they tell this story where it was like, oh, we didn't, we weren't gonna coddle you or whatever, and we had to show you how the world is. And like they told us that this like, like you know, like really heartwarming story with like strategy behind it. But I'm like, no. The more I get to know them and stuff, I'm like, you guys just didn't know what the fuck you were gonna do. What are you gonna tell a kid? Like, by the way, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you gonna tell him? So they were like, oh, just send him to school. He'll figure it out. Like, uh, oh, and that's what it was. fuck. Yeah, yeah, instead, yeah no. of, instead of like your parents softly sitting you down and like kind of bracing you, they threw you in with like children, actually no. the worst people, which yeah. is children. <laughs> no, dude, it was it was nuts. I came home. Um, what grade was like, this? Cr- this was like fucking three years old. Oh, OK. Uh, like three or five or in between there. Like I started going to like pre-K or whatever. Um, and then after after the first day, I came home crying and they're like, all right, now we can tell you because you you, un- <laughs> you understand somewhat. <laughs> Yeah. You're not gonna blame this on us anymore. We can. It's the kids' fault. So um, what a hell of a prank. Yeah, that reasoning <laughs> no, seems way backwards. Yeah. No, it's it was nuts. I just like I would tell that for a while, and I was like, isn't that great? Like they they just ready to go because there's a lot of disabled kids that uh that like they just get coddled by their parents and like then they live their whole lives like totally dependent um, and totally like not any type of agency in their life and like. At least, like, I didn't want to do that, um, so that was cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was fun. I like to make fun yeah, of it. Yeah, dude, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed by you, because weren't, aren't you, weren't you also uh, a Paralympic runner? Yeah, I was a Paralympic sprinter and shot putter for, for, like, 16 years. Sick. Yeah, that's, that's freaking impressive, dude. What's, uh, what is, what is that like? Like, what, how does that work? I have no idea anything about the Paralympic. Can you bet on that yet? Is that a thing you can bet on? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> okay, good. Dude, this thing just came out actually out of Australia. That you—they're now being the first uh, first betting site to bet on the Special Olympics. I have a joke about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's that's like, gonna dude, go like, nuts. That's a joke that like, writes itself. I don't know. It's like because people can't be mad at that because like no. if you if you wanna respect them for like whatever people pretend like they respect the Special Olympics, it's great. But like people i think are sometimes over the top and so Mm. then it's like all right well if you're gonna go this way then like let's bet on them it's a fair thing you bet on anything else and it's like i really like when uh when disabled rights kind of backfires on people it's it's awesome (laughs) you hear about that uh down syndrome uh gang gang member in new york no (laughs) you you, or not new york chicago you didn't hear about this No. no there was a down syndrome gang member in chicago like arrested for being like accessory to homicide. And like he he either killed somebody, <laughs> like imagine the guy, you're like a gangbanger, you're like, I'm probably gonna die, but then you get beat by like the the Down syndrome guy. Like your parents, <laughs> that sucks. Like that's probably the worst. Bro, that's so that's so one, it's fucked up that they like took advantage of a down syndrome person like a person with down syndrome and like got them involved but you know i guess like equality so that's tight yeah, but like I, that is so funny somebody. yeah, yeah i just want to know somebody. i just want to know what that sounded like i uh, imagine yeah, you guys 
I imagine there's a fucking <laughs> underground sewer layer, and they just have like a bunch of people lined up, and they're all just like chanting like in uh, the dark night, and they like open up a gate or like a drawbridge or something, and yeah. then the down oh, yeah. your kid comes out, and they're like, "Bring out the beast!" And then he Hell fucking yeah. executes them in front of everyone. Hell yeah, dude! Right now, it's it's like the best and worst thing, but right now, uh, there's the Special Olympics World Games going on. And they're showing it on ESPN. Like, I was at the bar with my dad the other day, and, like, we were, uh, we were just watching it. The powerlifting is crazy. Because, like, these oh. are grown men, and they actually powerlift for real. And, like, they're huge. These guys are jacked. Bro, they're dense. They're dense. It's, it's tough. It's, it's insane. And then it's, like, the contrast with, like, being that big. And then they go for an interview, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is, like, mentally, like, a four-year-old is, is nuts. Um, it's, I mean, great for them, and they're doing great yeah, things. Yeah, that's a lot of power to give someone. But yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to see that dude. He's gonna turn. That's to the a host, lot of power for wanna... them to wield, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah. We were just. <laughs> Sorry, that just reminded me of we were talking to our friend earlier this week uh, on a on a episode that's gonna come out later this week, and I was telling tales because I I used to work for about eight years actually. Like I worked really closely with the special needs community here in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. Um, and, but, um, I, I just have so many stories from it that are hilarious. And you mentioning the Hulk stuff, there was this, I was telling this story on the last one, so this will end up doubling up, but there was this kid who, uh, would come to camp and he, he had Hulk hands. He was, he had yeah. Down syndrome. He would wear Hulk hands and he just wouldn't take them off no matter what. <laughs> that rule was. <laughs> it, was it was the coolest shit. <laughs> yeah. That rule was. What's good about That's the awesome. Special Olympics is that, uh, it's practically guaranteed that you can't like. Uh, bribe an athlete to throw the game because they'll just probably yeah. forget in the heat of battle, you know? <laughs> Dude, you know, it's funny. You asked about the Paralympics earlier, and I guess that's a good way to circle back. But there's like, a, there's a lot of cheating in the Paralympics, dude. For in the sure. Paralympics? Like yeah. trans like athletes, ringers? there'll like be ringers? people that can actually run and shit. So, so here's, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this like, cerebral palsy, like, it's a spectrum. So there are people that are better than me at walking and running, there are people who are worse. There are people who it affects them so bad that they're in wheelchairs. So it's like a wide range. Um, so when you're classifying, they call it getting classified for the Paralympics, meaning you go to a panel of doctors, they all inspect you, and they go, all right, you are going to be in this category. And the goal is you're essentially competing against people who are exactly like you um, in your same type of function or ability. Um, but true palsy is also like a... It's really fatigue-based, so, like, if I go and run a mile, I'm going to look a lot worse than if I'm just walking up to you having done nothing. So then that's what you have, is you'll have people who will go run and tire themselves out, so then they go into the uh, evaluation, and they look more disabled than they are. Mm. Um, and I know a few oh. people who did... I know a few people who did that, because now there's real money on the line. Like, before, it was kind of like whatever... And then uh, companies found out that you could exploit disabled people. So they're like, all right, we'll pay you a little bit better. <laughs> um, so the tales all this time, brother. Yeah, 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 of course. So, yeah. So, um, Welcome I to mean, the club, yeah. dude. They've been, exploiting, they've, been, they've been exploiting us typicals forever. Yeah, dude, you thought the steroid <laughs> issue was a problem, dude. Uh, <laughs> cheating at the Paralympics, like, that is pretty bitter, though. Like, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's tough, yeah. That is, no. dude. That is a. Um, but it, that's low. That's a. That's a. That's a low move. Yeah, uh, I know a few guys personally that uh, that did well. Um, this is. I should have known. There was one time I was in uh, England for a, a meet in 2014, and I was running up against this Russian, 
Um, and this was right before the Russians had like a big cheating scandal at the Sochi Winter Games uh, when they hosted it. Um, Shocker. So this was, this, yeah, this was right before that. And uh, I was running up against this Russian kid and it was hilarious. He didn't speak any English. And he was like giving me like this like mean eye the whole time. And we're just like in the waiting room, which is more or less like a green room, um, just real tight and not, not really saying anything with anybody else. And like this fucking Russian kid is mean mugging me the whole time. And like, I'm not doing that. So I just was like, oh, hey, what's up, man? And he just looks at me and goes, USA. USA, New York City, Donald Trump, you're fired. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, dude, that's when I, I was like, when Trump announced, I was like, dude, if that's what this guy gets from America, it's like, if Trump is that relevant, like, that's, it makes sense. Right? He, just starts, he just starts firing off his American references just to be like, oh. Just, just bullet points, just bullet point me. keywords. That's the only English he knew. Well, Literally, uh, he, I laughed in his face, and he didn't know what was going on, so he just, like, laughed with me. It was fun. Um, that's hilarious, yeah, dude. I, was, I just imagine, I imagine this being filmed, and there being a little caption bar on the bottom, and he was actually being, like, really cordial and nice. Like, he was trying to. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He translated what he was trying to say. He was probably like, hey, man, how are you? Like, good luck out there. But he was yeah, like, yeah, probably. Donald Trump, America, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was fucking crazy. Uh, that guy was cool. Yeah, he was... I never really talked to the Russians were weird because none of them spoke English. Like it's such an authoritarian country over there that like unless you're in a Russian American but you spend time in like other parts of Europe, none of them spoke English. All the other teams more or less spoke English. Um, it's cool. Everybody wants to trade with like the Americans, so like you trade merch and stuff afterwards because you get like a, a ton of stuff, like a ton of just shirts to just lay around in and a, and part of your uniform. And it was like crazy, dude, like even like I'd get people from like Kuwait being like, you want to trade? And they have like Academy brand level stuff or like they have off brand stuff. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to trade my Nike for this country that we bombed. What even, <laughs> what even want this? Like, yeah, um, yeah bro. Or like That's the fucking, funny. like the sexual prowess of like the Paralympics is interesting too. Uh, Would you say the sexual <laughs> prowess? Yeah, or, like, the sexual, I guess, like, underbelly of, like, the Paralympic, um, I think. Because, like, all right, so, like, you're disabled people or whatever, so you're naturally self-conscious about your disability off-rip. So then, like, it's just disabled people. You're in a room, like, you're the, that's the most free you're ever going to feel. And, like, that's probably the most accepted you're ever going to feel. So then, like, people, like, just fuck. It's crazy. Like, people just hook up, and they have, like, a big bowl of condoms like in the lobby of like these places that's awesome um that's it's, fucking yeah, awesome it's, it's it's awesome yeah i mean it's not like i don't know it's just like interesting and then it's like cool that you like get like paralympic fans which is like what <laughs> like yeah I mean, not, that's great that you have fans but it's like why are you like i don't know like, <laughs> why are you fans yeah it's like a red flag is that a red flag i can't the olympic yeah the olympics were two years ago like you know, the Olympics were last week, like, they're way better. Like, I don't know, it's just funny. Like, not that, like, I, I shouldn't be surprised. I guess, like, it's a good thing that they're fans, but it's just, like, it is weird sometimes. There are, like, disabled fetish people, too, that's that's interesting that I've come across. Um, I don't know, it's it's uh, it's pretty insane. So does cerebral palsy, uh, does it affect your lovemaking, or can you still, like, power fuck and all that? No, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good, pretty much. Um, nice. It, it was like, yeah, for me, um, it was like, dude, I had to, I had to, it was like, it's also, cerebral palsy, is, you can only get, it's like a progressive disease sometimes. 
What I mean by that is like, if, if you don't work to get to the highest of your ability that you can, um, then you are going to get worse. So like, I, I worked out every day as a kid because I had to, like I had to just work out my leg and stuff and stretch my like hamstrings and all that every day. And it is like, if I didn't do that, like I would be in a wheelchair right now. I wouldn't be able to walk and stuff. So, oh wow, like, yeah. So like you do, yeah, I mean, uh, short answer is yes, I can fuck. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. It's weird too. Cause like, um, I don't, so I don't drive, uh, right now. You can get like hand controls for a car, but it's like uh, it's like really expensive to like modify a car, like technically and all that shit. And it's hard to get like grants for that because like I tried to get a grant for a hand control, and they're like, "Well, you have enough leg function that you could drive." And I'm like, "Yeah, but like my reaction time is gonna be a little bit slower, and like you don't want that. Like you don't want that on the fucking road." Um, and it's like that that part is weird because it's like, dude, like there is something masculine about like being in a relationship and like driving a car. And like you are like, uh, you know, you are handling somebody's life and you're like a protector in that moment or whatever. And like, I think that's why I think people roadhead is cool. Cause it's like, that is another <laughs> aspect of like dominance. And it's like, I, I can't get roadhead ever. I like, nobody wants a cruise control hand job, dude. Like it's, it's tough, <laughs> dude. It's, um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's weird. Uh, but luckily like, I mean, I, you know, I handle my shit. So I Uber everywhere and stuff or I've, for shows, like, I have really good comedians that are, that are chill with me and that'll give me rides places, but, uh, it's, it is interesting, like, it's just, like, little aspects like that. Yeah, where, like, that sounds this, like a, that sounds like a really, like, odd thing to get stuck up about, whoever is running the grants. Yeah, like, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, it's all about, I mean, it's all about money. They're not gonna spend money if they can, like, justify stuff. But, I mean, you know, I get it, and that's kind of, you, you have to adapt, and, like, you can only control what you can control, and that's kind of how I approach everything, and, um, and like, I mean, it is like with comedy too, it is like, there is like that element of like sports in it too, where you have to get better. You could see yourself progressing. Um, and like, you're, I think the biggest thing is like, you're gonna bomb, like, just know you're gonna bomb. You can do this for fucking ever. And until you get, until you get big where people know you know you, like you can expect to bomb plenty. Um, and I don't know. And it's, it's all about like, who's like, I have a, I have a good guy, good, comedian um josh kabaz out of austin he told me like <clears throat> he's been doing it for 10 years you know he's opened up for like Bert kreischer and, and all these big guys um and i was like dude you know nothing is really popping off for you yet you know he's he's a good comedian but i think you know it's 10 years you know what are you gonna do are you ever gonna stop doing comedy and he said something like um no because i never want somebody to come up to me and say remember when you used to do comedy um and like i think like that's how you're gonna see I'm two and a half years in, and I, I, I have some promise, I think. Like, um, you know, I, I know I'm not shit right now, but I, I like where I'm at. Um, and that's where you're going to know in a couple years. Comedy, the comedy bubble is here. Everybody wants to be a comedian right now. And in a couple years, this is where you're going to see, like, who's going to stick with it, who's getting better, and, like, who knows how to market themselves. Because I got to be honest, some of my favorite, some of the people touring right now, I'm not the biggest fan of, I'm not the biggest fan of every comedian, but half the battle is can you move tickets? Can you create a lane yeah. for yourself? Um, and, and yeah, dude, so it's just, like, transferring from the Paralympics to, to comedy, it's just, like, that same thing, where that, that same mentality for a big show is, is how I felt before a big race, so... It was, um, 
it was yeah same shit so nice dude so uh, i know you're living oh, no you go ahead actually you're probably about to ask the same thing i was sounds like maybe uh so you're moving to austin soon but what is the uh scene like in san antonio i mean obviously it can't really compete with the fucking hollywood right now of stand-up comedy but you know could you talk um, a little bit about san antonio and why you're moving yeah uh no san antonio has like a, a great local scene um there's a lot of newer comics that are that are really funny that are coming up. Um, the scene's ballooned a lot. Um, it's a great scene, and I'm gonna I'm gonna move. You know, San Antonio is only an hour away, so I'm still gonna be uh, be playing there a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have the the LOL Improv, um, which is nice, um, and and all the you know all the big acts come here. We just saw uh, you know Tim Dillon was here a few years ago. Shane Gillis plays there. Like it's a it's a well known club. Um, it's a good scene. It's a real local scene. But um, Austin, I think what sold me on Austin was like, dude, it's like if New York and L.A. moved an hour away from you. Like, how are you not going to kind of take that up? Um, and so I've been going out and I guess I'll, I'll yeah. tell you guys this. I've been going out to Austin for um, a few weeks um, to try and get on the show Kill Tony. Um uh, because my friends were like, dude, like, if you go up there, you'll crush. They're like, my friend, literally, this was the most, like, it was the most honest and, like, kind of discouraging thing. He was like, they like disabled people so much, they put disabled people that aren't even funny on that show. And he was like, and you're hilarious. So he's like, you'll kill. Um, so, I, yeah, I guess I can tell you guys now. I'm actually, um, by the time this episode drops, it'll already come out. But I was on uh, Kill Tony. It comes out tomorrow. Oh, wow. Um, Bro, I was on no way. Yeah, yeah, big news. Uh, I was on Kill Tony. The uh, the guest was Theo Vaughn. Oh, um, dude, Yo. that's huge. Big, that's yeah. huge, huge, dude. Huge fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, guest was Theo Vaughn, and uh, I did so well enough that uh, I'm gonna be opening for Tony Hinchcliffe when he comes to San Antonio. Bro. Um, Tony's one of my favorites. Dude. He's so funny. I, I, yeah. I got to see him open for Joe Rogan in Miami, dude. Yeah. He he honestly did better than Joe. He honestly no, he's hilarious. Than Joe yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious. Dude, yeah. that's massive, dude. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah, huge. Bro. Congratulations, dude. That's massive. Thank you, man. Yeah, bro. It was honestly like it was it was perfect, man. I was it was like it had to be fucking fate, honestly. Cause I brought when you go to the mothership, they have you just stand uh now they put you in a bar next to the next to the mothership. But these times you just wait in an alley. So there'd be people that were like drinking and stuff. So I brought like a six pack and I had it in a bag and I walked in and I was just it's an outdoor bar, so I'm just drinking there. I'm like four lone stars deep and then I hear my name. So I'm like, fuck. Like uh and like lone stars are pretty tall beers. Uh so you got picked like, fair and square. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's Damn. all random. Like there's a lot of conspiracy theories around the shit, but no, it's all random. I've yeah. been to enough of the shows where it's like, yeah. Um, and like, dude, immediately, you, like you get picked, there's a camera that comes on you. It's fucking bright as shit. Like following you from the bar into the mothership, up the stairs, which I'm walking- Into the mothership, shit. dude, that's yeah. so sick. Yeah. And uh, it was like, I, I would never insane, fucking- bro. You Holy. go, dude, and you're right by the curtain. You're right by the curtain. And so you can hear the, the last comic's final joke and then their interview. It's dark as shit, and I knew I must have looked scared because the door guy was like, dude, you're going to be fine. Like, this guy sucks. You'll be fine. Like, don't worry about it. And I was like, all right. And then they called me up. I went up there, dude. Uh, Theo Vaughn's like, it's like, literally, literally, that's not a word. Literally, Three feet away. Yeah, like, literally, I could probably wow. touch him or touch, touch the table from where I was standing. 
And uh, I go out there, and then the perfect, this is how I knew that the mothership is a comedian's club. You just look out in the audience, the lights are so bright that you can maybe only see the first three rows. Ceilings are low, and it just looked like any other any other comedy club at that point. And I was like, oh, I've been here before. Like, I've done this. Dude, um, nice. And so it was a... Yeah, uh, that's exactly why yeah, they, dude, they was, designed it that way. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, so you only get a minute. Awesome. What do you, do what you, do you think? Do you want to tell uh, us sort of... Whoa, whoa Brady, whoa. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, I was going to Go say, ahead, you, my only internet do, was you, only, you only do a minute. Yeah, bro, you're, you're cutting in and out. Don't worry about it. I was gonna say you only do a minute, so like, what? Uh, do you want to say what joke you said or no? Um, yeah, I can. I did. Uh, so, so here's my only. Because uh, this is a pet peeve I have. When I do my, when I do my set, I usually tell. I have like a five or six disabled jokes that I rotate out of, and I tell maybe one or two because like I don't want that to be my whole shit. Um, so the only like self criticism I have was like I just told three disabled jokes. Um, but still, like, I did one where, um, I have a joke that goes, uh, my favorite part about being crippled is that I could lie to people and they have to believe me. Um, like, I used to tell people that I got hurt in Iraq, uh, <laughs> but now I tell them I was crippled after taking the COVID vaccine. Uh, uh, they love that. <laughs> they love that on Kill Tony. And yeah, that was my, that was my first one. And then, uh, I was saying, uh, I didn't really date disabled girls, which is true. I didn't really date disabled girls anymore. Um, because gross, you know what I mean? Um, like, dude, like, it's nothing personal, dude, but there's, like, something about, like, bagging a non-disabled chick that makes me feel like I beat God. Um, it's, dude, it's cool. fire. And then I have, like, maybe ten more seconds, so then I said, uh, I'm dating a girl right now, she gives me pet names, but she gives me, like, disabled pet names. Um, like, she calls me Speed Racer a lot. And, <laughs> And she refers to my legs like the Twin Towers. Um, but then, like, one time we were having sex, and she took it a little too far. She said, I want you to fuck me so hard that I walk like you tomorrow. <laughs> Which is, like, dude. that's the most disrespectful thing, dude, honestly. So Pretty good. disrespectful, man. Yeah, so that was it. Um, it's tough. It's tough to do a minute, bro. It's got to be so tight. And those I are... Did maybe, I did maybe, like, a minute ten... Cause like that 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 last joke I told, like the punchline is like that's pretty disrespectful, and then I came harder than I ever have. So when when I say <laughs> when I say I want you to fuck me so hard that I walk with you tomorrow, the applause break that I got in the mothership, to where like I could sit in like I could sit in that moment and be like, dude, what the fuck? Like I'm getting an applause break at the mothership, like dude, wow. bizarre, and then just bizarre. Uh, like on the verge of like I'm holding it together, but like I could fucking cry right now. Like it's just like yeah, dude, so, that must have been a hell of a moment. So intense, and then Theo Vaughn with the dude Theo Vaughn with the perfect joke of all time that I probably shouldn't say because I want to steal from him, but I'm not going to. Uh, his joke was so perfect, dude. He goes, dude, that was great. He was like, but why does it look like your legs are written in curses? And it was just like <laughs> it was just so easy. It was so simple, and I was like. Fuck, I wish I wrote that. That's so good. Um, just like the line of the night. Um, and it was just like inc incredible. Like, um, so that comes out tomorrow. And so um, I'm super excited for that. Um, so you you got on Kill Tony and you're moving to Austin, bro. You're really at like a giant turning point in your life where it looks like things are getting so, are going to be so good for you. You can just tell. Because you don't just, it's like fate to get on Kill Tony. There's so many people 
Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, yeah. if you're like a spiritual guy, but dude, yeah. you have it. It was and you crushed. So like yeah. that, like you, everything is about to go so good for you, dude. I can just tell because that just doesn't happen, and then things just like fall apart. Like things are looking yeah. up, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, I just, uh, thanks, man. It's, I think it's a real good thing. I, uh, it's so funny, like, this Kyotani thing's about to happen. And then, like, I self-sabotage by getting kicked out of a club that I really liked, <laughs> which I understand the band. I got fucked up. Um, We're leaving so town I, now, so fuck them. Yeah, no, it's all good. They're, <laughs> nah. they're a great club. I'm an asshole. I was a fucking piece of shit. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's the Blind Tiger in San Antonio. If you ever go down there, they're a great club. Go check them out. Uh, but yeah, I was talking to my friend yesterday. I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna have to go a little alcohol sober for a little bit, probably. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Because uh, I was like, yeah, bro, if, if, it, if my drinking, like, you know, I squandered the opportunity at one club and, like, you don't wanna make that a habit. And so if my drinking is, in effect, is like, you know, affecting my opportunities in comedy, then, um, you know, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to take a little break for a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm gonna, I'll probably be sober till that show's August 18th. So I'll probably, my first drink will probably be after that show. But um, I'm excited for that, man. Like it's, it's just a, a really cool opportunity and um, comedy is about just like playing your cards right. Um, and so, you know, yeah, I, I can't wait for it, honestly. And uh, for the listener, Brady somehow left the uh, Zoom meeting, but he'll be back. Yeah. Um, yeah I yeah, wanted yeah. to ask, uh, like, how long have you been doing stand-up for? Yeah, two and a half years, man. Okay. Wow, dude. You're, I have to say, you're very good for two and a half years, and I honestly expected four or five. Oh, wow. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I got a, I mean, it was kind of easy for me. Um, not, I don't want to say easy, but, like, public speaking was, your shit. was a lot <laughs> It was there a lot go. of what I did. I I I talk. I worked with uh, disability nonprofits and stuff, and and it was a fundraiser and things like that. So being able to talk to an audience was something that was was always good to me. And so once I kind of figured out how to write a joke, um, and you know, then it was you know I'm still learning, obviously, and there's still shit where pitfalls that I drop in. But um, yeah, I like where I'm at, man. Um, by the way, I watched your not to suck your dick back, but uh, I watched your Chinese person joke that didn't get any laughs, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> the uh, the, the thanks, cologne dude. bottling one, the bottling one. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, the scene in Atlanta—it's pretty good, but you know, sometimes the place can just be completely dead. And honestly, that place that uh, that I did that joke at is a coffee shop, so it's not really like a stand-up place. But uh, okay, yeah. The scene's okay. Honestly, I've been doing a lot of street comedy. Just so I can get yeah. as much time as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. Which what street comedy? My buddy just has a mic and a speaker, and we go to this place called The Beltline, which has a lot of foot traffic, and we just Hell do a crowd. Yeah. We got... Last night was, like, the best night. We did it... Wait, no. Friday was the best night, so two nights ago. And uh, it was, like, 9.30, so people had already kind of gone to the bars, and they were yeah. willing to stop, and we gathered, like, a crowd of, like, 20, 25 people and got to do like Damn. 15, 20 minutes. So that was awesome. Hell yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, street comedy is, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's better than like doing a club, of course, but like if you're an open micer and I'm, it'll be a year in July that I've done comedy. Um, for like being new, street comedy has been so good because you can get so much more time and you can like practice a delivery of a joke over and over and over because people come and then they leave and you can just do it on the next person and try to get it right the next time. 
Yeah. Um, so if anyone, I don't know if anyone listens who's actually a comedian, but street comedy is kind of the really, really valuable when you're first starting off. I mean, if you can go yeah. in a club, then, then go in a fucking club. But. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, and I think um, we were just talking with, I was talking to a few comics about this. It's like when you want to start hopefully breaking into clubs, uh, like being a host for somebody on tour, um, you want to have like a solid 15 minutes. Um, and in order to get that, it's really hard to get like 10 minute spots um, at clubs or like get on showcases sometimes. And so you really want to get those like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes in. Um, and yeah, I think what you're doing is, I mean, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's innovative. It's totally DIY. You can control that. And, and that sounds dope, man. I should, uh, I should think about doing that. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I read the uh, Malcolm Gladwell Outliers, and he has this thing oh, where he's book. like, uh, it's called like the 10,000 hour rule, 10,000 hour rules, which is just yeah. like some made up bullshit. But uh, <laughs> he's basically just like, you know, get as many, the theory, it's not a fucking uh, new, but he's like, he just put it in such a way, gave examples, he's like, get as many reps as you can. And when I thought about it, I was like, in Atlanta, you have to drive to so many places that if you hit two mics a night, you're lucky to get that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, damn, I'm really just doing five minutes at a time if I'm doing comedy, sometimes 10 minutes. But if I can get on the street, I can go for an hour with like, and I don't have to pay. I don't have to worry about going over because there is like, it's just freedom to do whatever you want. And then also just practicing crowd work because when you get up on stage on an open mic, you don't really want to do crowd work because you're like, I got these jokes that I got to yeah. try out or yeah. else I have to wait till tomorrow or the next mic. So, yeah, it's been awesome yeah. doing street comedy for sure. That's dope, dude. Yeah, crowd work is great. Everybody, I mean, crowd work is a stand-up, but it's great. You know, whatever gets you views sometimes. So there's like different, different avenues of thought and I'm kind of in between both of them. Was I was talking to a comic who I really respect out of Austin and she was saying all these people are posting their material online. All these open micers are posting material online. And these are jokes that they're not gonna like in two years, or you're gonna realize how bad that is if you actually get good. Um, he goes, so post crowd work. And I think there's another, uh, there's another school of thought that's like, uh, no, post your shit, get, get as many views as you can. Um, if you can get an audience, people are gonna come out, they're not gonna remember your joke. Or if they come out for that, they're gonna be stupid enough to laugh at it anyway. Um, and so like, I'm, I'm kind of in between that. Like I've maybe posted stand-up jokes. Maybe I have two that are posted. Um, the Paralympic one and then the, the white girl, um, N-word joke one. Which <laughs> that joke's more so racist. funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, uh, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, that was my favorite. So, uh, yeah, so I don't know. And I like, I mean, I like posting podcast clips, but I don't know, man. I think like in a digital age, like you can make things happen for yourself. I mean, you have to be obviously funny. Um, but I don't think you have to be as funny as you think. Um, there's so many people that like it. And I forgot who fucking says this. This, uh, this guy on Twitter, Chase Serrano, he's an author. Um, he's an MBA kind of author. And he said, like, you know, somebody's going to get to do what you want to do in life. So it might as well be it might as well be you. And if you're good, like and you stick with it, you know, things can happen. And so we'll see, man. I'm, I'm really excited that that uh, Kill Tony show or that that Tony Hinchcliffe show. It's a 1,700-seater, and the most I played in front of it is, like, 200. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a different change of pace, I think, a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for that. And now I'm a, uh, this is a fucking comedy podcast. I'm, like, on my philosophical shit. But, uh, 
<laughs> we get into it we all go, the time. Dude, we, we are all over the place on this thing. I mean, it's, it is what it is. We go, we, we, we'll touch on everything. That's what makes, that's what I think we like about this podcast. Is it's kind of just a free space to, like, showcase not just how funny you are, but who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but just also the fact that the fucking guest was Theo Vaughn, dude. That video is going to get a million views somewhere dude, around yeah. there. So on right now. Yeah, no, he's uh he's one of the biggest in the in the world. It was just like insane, and then it was fucking crazy because they have like uh there's like YouTube channels of like people who interview people on Kill Tony. I'm like all like so that I come out of the mothership like and I'm like literally about like I I need to take a minute to like decompress like I'm fucking almost hyperventilating. And then I come out of the mothership, and there's like some guy with a camera being like, "Can we do an interview?" And I was like, "Uh, I was like, where yeah, do they post those?" Like, uh, there's there's one there's so I don't know which one I'm on, but there's this there's a Instagram account called Kill Alley, which is like the alley behind the mothership, and so they interview comics there. I did two interviews, so I'm probably on both of them. Uh, and then there's an Instagram called Kill Shot TV, uh, and they're mm. both Kill Tony interview channels. Um, That's pretty sick. And, yeah, those guys are cool, but it was just, like, yeah, it was, like, weird to, to just have another camera in your face, and I don't know, but yeah. it was it was fun, man, and it's, like, stand-up for me is, like, deeply personal. Um, I don't really talk about this too much, but I started doing stand-up after my mom passed away. Um, she died um, from COVID, uh, and in my stand-up story is, like, whatever, dude, I used to go five years ago with my, my friend who, would, who smokes weed. He'd buy weed from a comedian, and then we'd stick around for an open mic. And it was always, like, I always had that in the back of my head. It was like, I know I'm better than this person. Like, I know I'm better than the worst person I saw, so off, off rip. <laughs> so I was like, and if this guy can get up, it's like, I can get up. And so um, my mom died a few years ago, and, and literally it was like, all right, like, bombing is never going to feel as bad as, like, losing your mom. So, like, go out, like... And I mean, that's what happened. And um, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I like where I'm at two and a half years in. And I think um, we can make stuff happen from here, but it's, it's just the most fun, man. Stand-up is the fucking best. Uh, yeah, stand-up rules. What was the you first? Guys are, oh, sorry. Sorry, I was going to say, you guys, are hard, you guys are hard selling me on stand-up right now. I might have to start doing it. I forget that you're not a comedian. You don't want to start doing it. Brady's like, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to start doing it. Brady's like beach bum with Matthew McConaughey. That's what Brady is. He's just floating that, yeah, around. I literally, I literally just fucking float girls. around <laughs> and shit just Brady, happens. Brady, Brady, you're you're beautiful. You have money. You were in a frat. Like, what do you want to do, stand up, man? Like, yeah, you don't have to risk anything, bro. Yeah, we need <laughs> I want to put it all on the line, dude. I want to. Yeah, wanna yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got, a damn, got a damn telescope in the background, bro. Black people this, aren't looking this, at this. This is my dad's. This is my dad's office, dude. <laughs> Look at stars and shit. The telescope hobbyist, dude. That's I, that's money, dude. Nobody has a telescope. <laughs> what the fuck? He has, a, he, has, he has a he has a a bench press right next to it. God, what the fuck? Oh, you froze, Brady. Oh, oh, he left again. Damn. damn. R.I.P. Well, Brady's so rich that he concerns himself with space, bro. What the fuck? That's that's hilarious. <laughs> Poor That's people are just worried about their goddamn immediate surroundings. Yeah, yeah I'm just trying to eat. <laughs> Dude, for uh, as, sorry, I didn't mean to rage so quit. That wasn't what that was. <laughs> but for, totally as, for as much money jokes as we're making, my dad's Wi-Fi is absolutely the shittiest in the world. Every time I move my computer, this thing just shuts down for some reason. Yeah. I'll be honest, the richest person I knew in high school had the worst Wi-Fi. <laughs> 
That's their hilarious. dads are just like stubborn. Oh, as a gay person? No, I said their dads are just like stubborn oh. about like. Oh, their dad. I thought you meant they had two dads. I was like, that's dope. No, no, no. no. Like, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if two dads were rich, though. That's kind of yeah, how the world's going both, right now. Both alphas. Yeah. So, uh, what, do you remember like the first uh, piece of like uh, comedy media that you sort of consumed? As a kid, I don't know why I said it like that, but... Uh, as a young <laughs> child. Uh, yeah, I think uh, when I was in high school, I was... Like, I always liked stand-up. I wasn't, like, a stand-up guy, but it was, like, I'd watch stand-up. Um, and I think when I was in high school, I got really into, um, like, 30 Rock was a TV show on mm-hmm. NBC. And uh, Community and it was an NBC show. It was a TV show on NBC. Um, and, and 30 Rock had Tracy Morgan in it. You can hear me? Um, yeah, I can't good. hear you. Oh, shit. You can't hear us? All right, just leave, yeah. Brady. We'll finish the interview. Uh, peace, bro. <laughs> I guess I can't, he can't even hear me saying yeah, he yeah, should yeah. leave. Yeah, he can't say to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, that's hilarious. Dude, I, well, would, oh, I would love to talk so much shit on him. He has no idea. Uh, yeah, dude, Brady's so gay. So ugly and gay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. When I was in when I was in high school, I was in Thirty Rock. I watched Thirty Rock with Tracy Morgan and, and Community mm-hmm. with uh, Donald Glover. And so Donald Glover's comedy special was um, was like one of the first ones I saw. I really liked him. And then um, I went and see, saw Tracy Morgan uh, do stand up. Um, and then and then How obviously like I uh, maybe like twelve, thirteen, maybe fourteen, freshman in high school, fourteen, fifteen, something like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so nothing was, earlier. Like when you were like maybe like seven even? Not not comedy. But I mean, I, I was really into sport. Um, oh, I was yeah. super into sports as a kid. My, I have a younger brother who's a year younger than me, and so he did sports too. And so we were a real sports-based family. Um, and then I got into to stand-up and podcasts like high school into college. Um, I, always, I, I always loved like Bill Burr. Um, and then in, during COVID, like that's all I listened to was uh, was comedy podcast. Um, and so yeah, then got into co- got into stand up around twenty twenty one, and been doing it ever since. Uh, nice dude. So, yeah. Yeah. What Donald Glover. You, uh, oh, uh, I was just gonna say Donald Glover's uh, fucking special is pretty good. I remember listening to that too. Like uh, the fucking uh, what was it like the he had like a peanut butter Reese's peanut butter cereal joke about looking like a Kanye concert because there's barely yeah, any chocolate yeah, yeah. in it. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was talking about actually a show in Houston, yeah. in Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fire joke. Um, yeah. My first, I think my first comedy experience was when I was like, I think six, my dad would play me Bill Cosby uh, nice. stand-up. And, uh, dude, I mean, I know Cosby, you know. You know, everyone knows what happens now, but, dude, he yeah. was so good. And I still, yeah. I still listen to his stuff, even though, you know, the horrors, the horrors that have happened. But uh, he's so good, and he was so good at raping too. And yeah, yeah, he was really good at that. He was. He was, he was so almost good. too too good at that. It was, uh, <laughs> he's in the Hall of Fame. Did, but, you, uh, see, did you see his interview with? Uh, he had an interview with Larry King, where he literally talks about like putting stuff in people's drink. No. Like, yeah, he has an interview with Larry King, and he's like, yeah, they called it Spanish Fly. You, you drop a little Spanish Fly in your your drink, you loosen up a little bit, and they're like joking. Maybe it wasn't Larry King, but it was some like CNN interview 
Whereas like Cod be talks about it. It's crazy. Holy shit. Dude, he outed himself and everyone's just like, yeah, that's that's Bill, dude. He's crazy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the cause, dude. Damn. So who are, who are your, some of your uh, like subconscious influences that you, I mean, you're not supposed to like obviously rip off of people, yeah. but who do you think that you like uh, sort of sound like sometimes? Um, I know I say, so it sucks. I know sometimes I do Bill Burr and I do Bobby Kelly. I think a lot because I say at the end of at a, some punchlines I go right and I know Bill says like right a lot and it's like mm-hmm. high pitched boxing accent um, so I do that and then I say dude a lot and I know Bobby Dad. Kelly always says dude. <laughs> yeah yeah so um, I think subconsciously those two guys um, dude I'm not gonna lie I just saw uh, Robert Kelly a month ago at uh, Side Splitters in Tampa nice. the best comedy show I've ever been to and I've seen. Burr, I've seen Louis C.K. It was probably better just because it was in a club and not like an arena, but bro, he was on fire, dude. Yeah, he was no, so was good. So That's good. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that, guys. My Wi-Fi absolutely just took a shit on me. It's okay. That was great. That was fun. Brady was went great. to the Bobby dude, Kelly you show, seen too. Me. Oh, dude, that show was killer. He absolutely killed. It was hilarious, Hell dude. Yeah. It was, I mean... Side Splitters is such a... That was, like, the first comedy club I've been to that's actually just, like, a comedy club. It's just, like, a little smoky, low-roof place. Like... Great club. Perfect tight room. Yeah. It's literally one of the... It's it's perfect, dude. I, I, I loved it there. And he... Basically, his whole set was basically just pretty much roasting this one family that was there was hilarious hell yeah that's what that rule was uh, i saw i saw big jay okerson um oh, nice. and oh okay i'll tell this story um damn all right so there's there's a a comedian who used to be on kill tony um and she sometimes i guess we'll probably go on but she used to be a porn star and she has big tits like the biggest tits we've yep. ever seen um and so she has a bit where she says she likes to fuck disabled people Right? So she comes to San Antonio and she comes to a club and she's like, people are telling me, like, this is a for real thing. I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't know this girl. I didn't, whatever. I was like, okay, we'll see. Uh, so we go there. She's like, she's like, are you going up on stage? I'm like, yeah. And she's kind of flirting with me. And she goes, I hope you're funny. She's like, I hope you're funny. Cause like, obviously, if I gotta fuck you, you're not funny. I was like, all right. Uh, so I was like, I was funny. Um, and she hung out with me the whole night, and then, like, I was like, dude, I live with my, my dad right now. Like, I'm not fucking... I was like, I don't want to come. Let me go back. I'll go to Austin with you. I was like, I'll go up to Austin with you. I'll find a way back. Like, whatever. Also, um, for the listener, bro, this, I know she, he's talking about, she has, like, triple E's, brother. No, They're it's massive. And, like she has, she literally has a disease that's, like, they can't stop growing. Like, yeah. they're literally still growing. Yeah. Um. So we, like, we don't, we don't hook up, right? And I'm like, doesn't happen and I'm kind of like annoyed um right but whatever I talked to her for a few days but she's in Austin I'm in San Antonio I don't drive so conversation kind of fizzles out right and I'm like damn dude like that was a layup uh and so like, I'm, I'm a little bummed right she comes in uh in a few months later right she comes to San Antonio she has a spot on Big J Okerson's show um so I go to the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wonder. <laughs> the mind wonders. <laughs> the mind. <laughs> yeah, it's a real mystery. Um, yeah, so she's on that show and she's cool and everything. Uh, she says hi to me. She's super nice. Um, I'm like, all right. So then afterwards, Big J announces, hey, I'm going to go to the Twin Peaks. You know, if people want to come by and just say hi or whatever, because that's where we'll be. Um, 
and we're friends with uh, a comedian out of here in New York, Mike Suarez. He produces uh, he produces Bobby Kelly's podcast, and I think now he works for uh, Gas Digital. So he was on Big J's show that night too. So he hits me and two other comics up and goes, "Hey man, you want to go to?" to Twin Peaks, you can come to the table with me and Big J. Um, and he goes, you know, eat, hang out, you know, whatever. And my friends are, and she, that girl Molly asked me specifically, like, hey, you guys come out. And then, which I just named her, but whatever, she has big tits, she's known. Um, I mean, you said like, you kill guys Tony, out. big tits, it yeah. can only be one person. Yeah, 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 that's fair to say that. Uh, and so, so I like really don't want to go, cause I'm like, dude, this girl, like, you know, it was a few months ago, and she's nice to me now, but I think the moment's passed, and, like, I just don't want to have to deal with her the whole night. My friends, my two other comedian friends, uh, really funny guys, George and Nick Rizzoli's, uh, they're, like, huge fans of Big J. Like, Big J's, like, their guy. And they're like, dude, come on, go to the, go to the club, like, go to the Twin Peaks. We're not going to go if you don't go. And I'm like, fuck, all right, let's go. So we go to Twin Peaks. Dude, this girl, which, it's a hilarious story, and I should have handled it better. I'm going to just preface it by saying this. Uh, this girl is like, oh, hey. So I sit next to Molly, um, and I'm talking with her, and there's another comic there, another woman comic who opens uh, for Big J. And he goes, hi, this is uh, my friend Daniel. She goes, this is my friend Daniel. I almost fucked him. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, it was insane. It was like, dude, I just got there. And I was like, this is the start of it. And I'm like, fuck, dude, like that's so embarrassing. Uh, and then I should have been a fucking professional and made a joke about it. I didn't do that. I was kind of upset. I was a little mad. Um, and you were I was like, I, oh yeah, she did. <laughs> dude, what's fucked up is I did tell people, I did tell two of my friends that she fucked me. And then they're like, dude, we're gonna see her again. And I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, she didn't fuck me. I'm sorry, I fucked up. Like, I fumbled it. Um, and so no, yeah, I, I told them, didn't say that. I said almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was fucking, it was fucking crazy. And then like, I think I told her something. I was like, more or less told her like, that's pretty disrespectful. And like, that's, that's pretty fucked up. And then the killer, dude, she doesn't remember this. She probably doesn't. Um, but the, the real stinger on it was we're leaving, right? We're saying goodbye. It was, you know, we got to go smoke. Uh, my friends were smoking a blunt with Big J Okerson and stuff. And so we're getting ready to leave. And I, I did this for my guys that really loved him. Uh, so we're leaving. And he, he has no idea what happened between her and I. So he just nudges her. And he's like, eh? Like, you wanna, are you gonna fuck that guy? And she goes, and I'm, I'm turning my back. As I'm walking away, she goes, no, I would never. And I was like, oh, oh, fuck, oh, oh. fuck, oh, fuck. And I just was like walking to the car while my friends are driving me home, like trying not to act dejected. Oh. And, uh, Dude, that is brutal. It was <laughs> fucking terrible. And I mean, it was me. I didn't play my cards right. You know, um, I didn't play them right. I should have. What I mean, I don't know what I should have done, but I just didn't play them right. It didn't happen. And I shouldn't have been emotional about it, but yeah, it was fucking, oh, that shit still hurts. And then it was hilarious, because, like, I honestly have no hard feelings towards you. I was, like, being a little emotional little bitch, um, for sure, but... <laughs> you're, you're probably in the car, like, her tits are so big. I dude, I was fucking like... Fucking massive, <laughs> fucking, those big, heavy fucking knockers, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, it was... Fucking slow and straight, all I had to do was fucking swing a fucking... <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was fucked up. Was that it her? was crazy. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was just nuts. 
And then what the fuck? I was, yeah, so I see her. It's crazy. I'm walking to kill Tony one day. And I, I like her. I, you know, she's whatever, you know, all the caveats I have to say. Um, <laughs> whatever the fuck, so I don't sound like a complete asshole. Uh, even though you broke my heart, Swedish. But, um, it's all right. You can... Uh, yeah, okay. No, no, I see her one day <laughs> in, uh, in Austin. I'm going to kill Tony. Yeah, that's fine. She, like... Yeah, you're uh, going to get, like, three from me. She, <laughs> so, oh, fuck. This will be a fun one, Ty. Uh, yeah, so I see this girl, I see Molly in Austin, and she had been touting this whole game where she was like, before, when I knew her, she was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be a doorman at Rogan's Club, and I'm going to be set up and everything, and I was like, okay, and then she's walking, and she just, she's like, sees me, and she's in the back of Kill Tony Alley with me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like... You're right back here with the slubs back here with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, we're cool and everything. Like, I'm obviously joking and, um, you know, whatever. It was, it was, it's a funny story to tell. Um, And there's been um, plenty of other comedy pussies since then. So it's um, (laughs) it's fine. Yeah. That's a flex, dude. There's been plenty of other pussies since then. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't even worry about me. My my tactic is to not get laid and then tell people I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So see mysterious. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was a wild experience. But I mean, yeah, it was fun. Dude, comedy. So you met Big J? Yeah, we hung out. Um he was he was a super nice person. Yeah, he was so nice. Order whatever you want. Like whatever you want, it's not a big deal. Like I'm just like, all right, had a couple drinks. Um yeah, Big J was cool. I've met uh Big J uh, if you know Hans Kim, mm-hmm. um, he came and played at a at the club that I was just banned from, uh, and we smoked. Oh. We smoked uh, at a, like this Joe Rogan experience, like dab rig that somebody had made for Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan had just like given to Hans Kim and was like, yeah. Uh, so you so did dabs with Hans Kim? Yeah, I did a little dabs with dabskis with hans is he that autistic uh, behind the scenes too he's i think he's a little more he's better now because now he, he knows he's like a public figure and he's a little bit more confident now um but it was it was funny don't get that guy you that guy will talk to you about communism for fucking years that guy <laughs> yeah that guy's a literal communist it's, it's funny it's uh he's it's funny hilarious. yeah yeah um yeah i've met a few uh comedians who the fuck else did I meet? Oh, oh, I have, I have a. You want to hear a, a shitty story real quick? That's hell yeah, that's absolutely kind of funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there was a guy. Uh, this was maybe like a year ago. I was opening for a guy named uh, Dustin Sims. He's like a, he's a comedian, but he's kind of like a country, like right wing kind of comic, uh, real like redneck type of dude. Super nice My guy. Kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. Super nice guy. Red blooded American for sure. So I'm doing like, I'm doing a small spot. I'm doing a guest spot. I'm doing like seven minutes. Um, so I go out there, right? Do my, do my set, um, do all right. And then afterwards I, I leave and go like, I'm just at the club bar, just like getting a drink. And while, while, uh, his feature, I think I watched his feature and he's ready to go on stage and I go out to get a drink real quick. Uh, this lady comes up to me and goes, uh, goes, Hey, um, she goes, what the fuck she said to me? She said, that was really, that was really funny. She goes, well, you signed my shirt. And it was like his merch shirt. And it's like, dude, first of all, like I have a cerebral palsy signature. Like I don't sign things. It's indistinguishable (laughs) from the last time I signed something. (laughs) 
So it's like this, you're never gonna get, like there's not gonna be an authentication yeah. or like it's just gonna look like shit. <laughs> Signature um, looks like your damn legs, bro. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah, yeah. Right, so I'm like, uh, <laughs> Uh, that's pretty accurate, actually. It's not bad. Forgive me, God. Uh, yeah, so so I'm like, all right, f like, sure. I'm like, if you want me to sign it, I'll sign it. So sh the, she asked the bartender for a Sharpie, and it's, like, the same color as the shirt. So she goes, uh, okay. She goes, well, would you sign my, would you sign my bra then? And I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and the, the bartender's like, all right, you guys are the only ones here. You can do it real quick. And they go, well, if you're afraid that we're doing it in public, she goes, do you want to go sign the one that's in my car? And I was like, yeah, we could, we could do that. We can go, I'll go sign that one. Uh, and then she puts, uh, so she goes in, we, uh, she blows me for, for lack of a sensitive word. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell at, yeah. At nine in the morning. Um, and so, so she goes, she blows me, she puts uh, her, my number in her phone, and then I get a text from her, and San Antonio, like, I'm gonna start off with saying, San Antonio has a lot of small cities around it, like, just little country towns and stuff, and this is, like, a real redneck type of comic. So this lady texts me, she goes, you were hilarious, which is, like, bizarre, like, I'm with her while the guy she paid money to see is, like, on stage. Like, it's just, like, a crazy, like, what is going on? Uh, so she texts me and goes, you were great. She goes, don't forget about me. She goes, uh, I live in Can... She goes, I would have taken you home with me, but I live in Canyon Lake, which is like a suburb area. Uh, she goes, I work at the only McDonald's in Canyon Lake. I'm off Fridays. Come and see me. But she, like, the fact that she used that, like, as a selling well, point. Yeah, as, a, as yeah. an upsell. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm at the only McDonald's in Canyon Lake. No big deal. Come see me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all right. And I've never, obviously, never talked to her again. Um, Damn. But, yeah. There was a dude. It was brutal because I was getting I was getting a 50, 50 bucks uh, for that show. Um, I guess it wasn't a guest spot. It was a real spot because I got paid for that. So I was doing 50 bucks for that show. So part of me was like, dude, if I go home, I looked up the Uber to Canyon Lake. And I was like, dude, if I go home with her, I can just use my comedy check to just pay for the Uber back. It's about 50 bucks. I was like, I could do that. But I was like, no, I'm not going to lose 50 bucks to this troll woman. Like, if I'm going to... Whoa, 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 whoa. She's a classy broad. She works at the only McDonald's. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I don't yeah. think you understand. Yeah, of course. Real high-end establishments. <laughs> real breadwinners over <laughs> yeah. there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just fucking crazy. Like, stuff like that is just fucking weird that happened. Um, hmm. Or like people assuming, my that's my favorite thing is people assuming I just know other disabled people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, there's a, like there's a social media for all you guys. Literally, yeah. They're like, they'll either say like so and so. I knew so and so in high school who's disabled, like around the city. They either do that and they're like, do you know him? Or there's like this like random obscure disabled person who's like some type of celebrity. And people are like, you must know this guy. And it's like, oh, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> or like the best is when people just assume like that the women I'm dating are disabled too. It's so fun. It's, um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's wild. Oh yeah, you yeah. have a black Asian girlfriend. So they're probably like, oh, definitely. She has to have something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's black and Asian. You're not, she, dude, she, she's a black conservative. They're the best to fucking, Oh, that's no that's, way. Dude, that's what we've been... Tyler's been trying to find me one of those. A black he needs conservative? A, he needs <laughs> yeah. it, dude. 
Yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. It, we figure it's the only way. It's the only way I'll ever make it out of this game. Yeah. So she's black mean? and Asian. Which one? Which race is she like most racist against? The black or the Asian? Um, fuck. Either, either one's not a good answer for me, fellas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't. Um, but uh, but it's like uh, I will say this: we had an argument um, early on in our relationship and I guess it wasn't really an argument but I told her like it's very obvious that she's black it's very obvious she's black and Asian but it's like I in my opinion more obvious that she's black um and so I told her like uh we were talking about uh politics I'm a I'm a political guy um and we were talking about stuff and I was like you know like it scares me that you sometimes it scares me because you live in Oklahoma uh and you're black and like you know I don't want any instances with the police like you know Whatever, and she, cause she goes, she goes one day, she goes, why do you always just call me black? And I was like, well, you are black. And she was like, no, I'm mixed. And it was like that very much. She was like, I want you to know that I'm mixed and like, I'm not just a black girl. And I was just like, yeah, I get that. I was like, I think police will see you as black. But then apparently, but she was like, she's real light-skinned. <laughs> apparently she was like, sometimes how she wears her hair, like the Asian really stands out. It, it all depends on black hair, dude. Whatever type of black hair day she's having. If she's wearing it down, she looks more Asian, in my opinion. If she's wearing it up in an afro, she looks more black. So, um, but yeah, she's very much like a she's Filipino, and, and a lot of Filipino cultures like very family oriented, very like conservative family values. Um, and so she's like she's great, um, and and I think it's a good balance because I'm like a raging socialist. So, uh, you know, she I and I, I I'm aware of you know I've, I've turned her around on some things, but. I think you always have to have that contrast. So when what I does that mean, Supreme, raging socialist? What do you want? Um, I mean, if, fuck, I guess if I had to... I think right now, I mean, I used to work for Bernie Sanders, and so I was a, I was a big Bernie no guy. No way. Yeah, really? I did. I, did uh, I worked for Bernie in college um, for both of his campaigns. Um, did just some work in the Dallas area. Um, so, yeah, I mean, definitely Bernie... On li- uh, you're definitely on some lists in Texas. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, so I think, yeah, I was a Bernie guy. And then I think, and Bernie really, you know, he's, he has some good idea, but he's not truly a socialist. I think, and I don't think America is ready for socialism. Obviously it's been demonized. And the whole point of like the CIA was to go and, and hunt black communists and socialists in America. Um, so, I mean, there's all that, but I think like if I had to choose, like, I mean, yeah, I think people should be able to have democratic control of like their workplace. And you're like, how do you assign bosses and hierarchy in that system? You have all the workers, like they do in a union, uh, vote for who the boss is. And then you have the workers vote on, you know, what's the payroll? What's the, you know, I mean, I think like, I'm not going to design a utopian system for you in like 12 seconds on a podcast. No, yeah, but, like, I just some, wanted to know. Something you know, yeah, where workers have like a little bit more autonomy over the things they produce, I think, is, is my type of, of socialism. And obviously, sure, like, I'm with that. Yeah, for That's sure. That's fair. Honestly, yeah, yeah that dope. stuff gets me in trouble though. I actually fumbled the bag recently with a girl. Oh, uh, yeah, politics. it brought too much heat, brought too much Trump dog, to too you. much heat. Well, dude, I was trying to be, I was trying to be funny, but I think she was being serious because she yeah. was like, Are you, she was like, you know, are you, are you a Republican or a Democrat? And I said, I'm actually an anarcho capitalist. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you do never she go, had... you can never go full and rind on that bitch. <laughs> never go full and rind, dude. No. You can't do that. It's over. When you say Anoka, it's over, dude. Anarcho- you, you look no, like dude, that. You look, if oh, you I just thought it was a Broadway. If you, if you say anarcho-capitalist and you look like that, 
people are going to assume Nazi. Like, you gotta... <laughs> that's what I was going for. <laughs> yeah, okay, there it is. Oh, shit, that's hilarious. Well, it's like, I was like, well, it, was, it, was like a, it was like a Bumble thing, and that was like her first message, and I was like, this is bold, oh. let me see if she's funny. Fuck. Oh, yeah, you're an idiot. That bitch is really... <laughs> yeah. Well, am I the idiot? She's the one who opened up with that, dude. She matched with a boy from Polk County, Florida. What did she think I was gonna say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so that's hilarious. I mean, yeah, that's a dumb fucking question to open with. But I guess some some girls are like, let me see where you're at for real. If I even want to waste my time, which uh, to you, no, she's I, like, yeah, I respect it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I respect it equally as much as I disrespect it. And I'm like, nah, that's not how we're gonna start. So I just, you know, dude, it was just like shot weird, it down right away. Like getting into my relationship with my girlfriend, she was like, because it's like she's very much she's she's the perfect conservative. Like she thinks probably some of my ideas are insane. She told me I'm crazy, which like I. Okay, that's fair. Um, I, I agree. But uh, she's just, like, real respectful. Like, I had to find out. I had to, like, claw it out from her. Like, she's a conservative. Um, but it, and not real yet. Not real yet, I don't think. But she likes... Um, I think she has, like, good relationship views. Like, you know you know Patrice O'Neal? You know, like, his, uh, his views on relationships? Mm -hmm. Like, that's pretty much my girlfriend's view. Really? Like, yeah. Like, she's, she just like, wants to suck your dick and make food? Oh, no, not that. Uh, no, actually. <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she'll probably listen to this now. That, uh, but, no, I think she's, like, if you're the man, like, handle your man shit. And, like, I'll be a good... She likes to cook. She loves to cook. She likes to drive and, and clean and stuff. So she's, like, handle, handle the guy stuff and, like, you know, we're in this together, whatever. But it's just, like, I don't know. It's And, like... We're doing long distance, and honestly, like, I'm getting up there, fellas. Like, I'm 27, you know, getting old, um, a little bit to where it's like, I do have to consider, like, what I want to do with my future. And, like, she's a really good, now I'm, now I'm going to butter her up because I just trashed her for fucking um, her stupid <laughs> conservative views. But uh, uh, <laughs> it's like, I do have to consider, like, what, what my future is going to look like. And so she's somebody that's like, she'd be great to be uh, a family person and, like, with comedy, too, we're doing long distance as is. Uh, with comedy, too, she's very much like, I know you're going to be busy. Like, I, you don't have to call me every day if you can't or whatever. But just text me and let me know everything's good. And you're, you know, obviously don't cheat on me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, I don't know. She's good. And, and that's always, that's fun. So, I think I'm in a... I'm in a real cool season right now where um, things are going well for comedy, and I'm I'm trying to you know we'll see. I'm I'm that episode drops tomorrow, man, and I like I can't fucking wait. Like yeah, dude, you dude, might you so might exciting. blow up. I think I think it has an opportunity to do really well. Um, I'm gonna clip it. I'm gonna follow both of you guys on Instagram. You guys are fucking hilarious. Um, oh, thanks, but man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna clip it and, and post it on Instagram. We'll see, man. But yeah, dude, that show in a, a couple months. And it's like, I told fucking everybody I knew, like everybody I knew in Santa, I'm like, I'm playing this. Um, and so my whole, I'm Mexican, so we have like 1,700 cousins. And they're all <laughs> coming out um, out of the woodwork for sure um, to, to come and, and watch that. And so to be able to play a theater, you know, two and a half years in, in my hometown is like bizarre. So I, you know, I, I haven't slept really well since then. I, I think about that show. Oh, yeah, you're probably still riding the high. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Oh, for sure. And I'm going to get another high when this episode drops. Like, dude, yeah. It's a good thing I'm going sober, because otherwise, dude, I'd be partying, <laughs> dude. I'd yeah. be off the fucking... Getting lost in the sauce real quick. Oh, yeah, dude. Great. Yeah. Dude, I woke up. Uh, we're remodeling my kitchen right now. And I woke up yesterday 
like in the middle of my kitchen, like completely dressed. And then I asked my friends, like, that's when I blacked out the club. Like, yeah, dude, we had to fucking carry you in and we just laid you on the floor. And I was just like, all right. <laughs> like, I mean, they're good guys. They didn't have to do any of that. So, yeah. And I'm sure I was talking. See, because here's the thing that people people don't talk about. The fun, the fun side effects of alcohol is I get really mean when I'm drunk. Oh, and really? it's like... I sometimes my girlfriend yeah my girlfriend does uh she I yell at her and shit uh I get no I get mean and uh being disabled and mean is not a good combo disabled mean and drunk yeah it's not great (laughs) it was you get real people like you're really testing my limits like people I've had friends that are that are homies and we're like uh yeah like if you weren't to say would it beat the fuck out of you and I was like all right yeah I was like, yeah, that's fair. I probably deserve that one. Um, yeah, but it's it's fun, man. And I think, um, yeah, I think with everything um, happening in my life, it's you just gotta appreciate it. And I mean, comedy's the best. So what do you what do you do, Brody? You're just a, a Brady. Sorry, you look like a Brody. No, you get that fucking hair. Uh, that's, I get that. Like I get that. Brody, actually, honestly. what I, what I got a, what I got a ton of was Morgan Wallen. Last night I had like <laughs> my friend mentioned it once. We were, this was actually, it was so weird last night. You're gonna love this, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> So like we were like walking from one bar to the other and one girl was like, oh, Morgan Wallen. And I was like, ha ha ha. And then Nick was like, do you get that a lot? And I was like, dude, you'd be surprised. And then literally we were at this, we were at this bar Lynch's. Uh, it's like an Irish pub on the beach. And I, I swear to God, like 50 different like girls came up and were like, you look like Morgan Wallen like all night. So I'm actually a Morgan Wallen impersonator. That's what I do. Hell yeah, um, dude. That's why I have the mullet. Uh, it's actually, it's a really good business right now. I started out when he was pretty small. No, I sell power tools. Um, <laughs> nice, dude, a real hand I studied, I, yeah, I studied economics at Florida State, and so naturally I went into the power tool sales business. So I go around to Home Depots, uh, make tools look pretty, and that's basically my job. Do you, are you like, do you, so do, you work, do you work in sales? Like, are you in sales? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Not cool. really, though. It's like, it's almost sales. So I don't I, make commission or anything. You guys have any relationships, or are you both heathens? I'm a heathen. Nice. Tyler's dude. a man of God. Yeah. Nice. I have, dude. I have a He's a trad of uh, three and a half years now. Nice, bro. Good shit. Yeah. Three and I'm a half super years pro. Well. I'm pro. I'm pro relationship. I'm actually not like as much as I give off the like the douchey shithead vibe. I'm actually like yeah. Kind a bunch of like, girls super... came up to me and said I look like Morgan Wallen, dude. Right. So okay. Hot. Yeah, but. Shut I know up. I sound like such a tool all the time. Yeah. I know, but like You'd I'm actually surprised. like super. I get that like a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just thought I just thought it was funny because like it came out of nowhere. Like I haven't whatever, but um, no, um, I'm actually like super traditional. Like I don't really fuck around like that. Like I don't really I don't really go for that shit. I've I had I had my run when I was like 19, 20, and then I like woke up one day and I was like, why am I doing this? So it's like I'm just hurting people and yeah. myself. Like, yeah, yeah. So from then on out, I was like, I just want to be, I just focus on being a good person and like just having fun. Cause I'm like, you go out and all this shit happens. And like at the end of the day, yeah, you might wake up at some chick's house and then what you go hang out with your boys and you talk about it. It's like, but is that really what you remember or what was more important? Like all the funny jokes and the good times. So I focus on that shit a lot more. Honestly, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> the best, the best sex I had was a, a post comedy <laughs> hook up with somebody so I don't know what the fuck you mean um, <laughs> no man no that's that's great uh and I will say this it's like it's a good thing but like it is it is kind of like I do miss it sometimes I started dating my girlfriend right when like I could have been hooking up with a lot of people 
And my girl's the best, so like it is what it is. There's a yin and a yang to everything. Um, so I mean, yeah, she's the best. But it's like, yeah, dude. I don't know. Don't knock it till you try it. Maybe wait till you grow <laughs> up. Maybe you're not as crazy anymore when you're. You're right, dude. Maybe but, <laughs> this is just maybe what I have to tell myself because I can't get laid. That's probably that's, that's yeah. You have a very you have a very punchable face, dude. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. That's that's uh that's understandable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you probably punch yeah. like a girl. Sorry. He's pretty, you look you look pretty tall. You're tall, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like six one. Six. How tall are you? You look pretty tall as well. I'm uh six three, six four in shoes. Fuck both you assholes. <laughs> uh, no, dude, this is a you crazy may. fucking this is a fucking crazy story, dude. My um, so, <laughs> what the fuck? He said fuck both your assholes. I was right. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. That was so out of pocket. I was God, not ready dude. for that, dude. Hey, my bad. Bro. Jesus. Uh, no, you're straight. Um, I'm a yeah, physical so comedian. My, yeah, yeah, of course. I've seen you fuck stools before, so I'm, I'm, I'm joking with you. Um, but no, I was, I was, so my dad's like 6'1", um, and I was like, I went to a, like, I, I'd go to all these specialty doctors as a kid, and they could do, like, these, like, super advanced, like, growth charts or whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, dude, when you're when you're 18, you know, you should be around like six feet. And I was like, okay, that's awesome, right? So I go through my childhood. I have like a couple surgeries, whatever, um, whatever. I get 18, and I'm still five five. And I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? What's going on? I I thought it was supposed to be six one. Like my brother's like five ten. Um, so I'm like, yo, what the hell? And they go, oh yeah, this surgery. My parents didn't tell me this till I was 18. They go, oh yeah, this surgery that we did on you when you were uh, 10 years old, we decided to uh, cut some of your, your like growth plate in your spine so that we're actually gonna keep you short so you have a lower center of gravity so you could walk better. And I was like, that's insane. I was like, I would've, they were like, cause then- Bro, you might be up, able to sue them. What the fuck? What was fucked up, what was fucked up about that is I like talked to a doctor afterwards um, because like if I was taller, I'd probably be a little bit more unstable. But then I was talking to a doctor and they're like, well, you were an athlete and like you worked out. This was before, you know, I did all the Paralympics and stuff. They're like, so you probably would have been kind of okay if you had just started getting active and like you probably would have been fun. I would have been such a better fucking athlete. Like I would have been. Oh okay. my God. <laughs> Probably would have been still competing. Um, yeah, dude, height but, is huge when it comes to athletics. No, and like, yeah, especially I throw I throw shot put, so you have a higher release point with the taller you are. So it's like, yeah, I had no shot. It was fucking, <laughs> yeah, it was whatever. Do me, they do me twice, really. It's not, it's not only their fault that they had a disabled <laughs> kid, but then they had to make him short. It's like, dude, come on. Like, yeah. While, I, we're, while we were I, down there, we also decided just to cut half your cock off as well. No, literally, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love all these pranks they pulled on you. And it you was, never told it you. was, yeah. Like, get a load of this. No devilish, <laughs> devilish pranks they got going on. <laughs> Damn, dude, it's hilarious. Like, uh, you would be, be epic if we just dropped him off at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, and then was, we cut out his, we and they cut out his growth plates. <laughs> dude, school, school was dope, dude, because I rode, I obviously rode the short bus in school. So it picks, it picks you up at your house. It's the best, dude. It picks you up at your house, drops you off at your house. Like, I would go... I would go to sleep on the bus every day and just wake up. Somebody would wake me up and I'd be at my home. It was the, uh, the best. Then one year in elementary school, I was the only kid. I was like four, so I was going to pre-K. 
I was the only kid on the short bus, and the, the bus driver would pull into McDonald's every day and get me a Happy Meal. It was like the best. He, he ruled. That's awesome. He ruled. That's yeah, awesome. It was the best. Short bus is underrated, dude. Honestly, underrated faction of American society. Shit, dude. Well, we don't, we don't want to take up too much of your time. I know we've been talking for an hour and a half. Do you have yeah, to like, yeah. go anywhere? I mean, no, I do. It's a Sunday morning, man. I'm chilling, dude. I, I can go as long as you want. I'm, I'm having fun. All right, tight. I mean, we could go you guys. for a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I just wanted to make um, sure we know you're a busy man. You're on Kill Tony all the time. You're fucking porn yeah, stars, yeah, yeah. And, you know, hanging out with Big J Okerson. You guys keep yeah. talking though. I'm, I'm, I'm about to go. I'm about to go pee real quick. Yeah, for sure. I kind of uh, like the idea of riding the short bus and, and like taking a nap, or like riding any bus and taking a nap. That sounds like the closest thing to teleportation. Yeah, no, literally. That there yeah. is out there. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was the best. It was like it was. You could see people though where some years there's like the people when you could see them like they're afraid to get on the short bus because like they know like all the buses line up so obviously it's like which one are you getting on and i didn't know first of all i didn't know short buses were a thing growing up people would be like what bus you on i would just give them my bus number and then as i like grew into school i was like oh yeah this is the disabled people only bus which is like <laughs> which is pretty wild like pretty that is wild. wild like we put all the disabled kids on this one bus but I guess they drop everybody off at their house, but still. Yeah, there's, it's probably more accessible and everything, but I think that's such, like, is there, like, a competitive nature to that? Like, do you get on there and you're like, not as bad as that guy. Like, it's not no, as bad no, as that. No, no, it was, it literally, <laughs> I was, on every disabled bus I was on, I was, like, the highest functioning. There would always be, like, some guy in a power chair with, like, a bib on, and oh, he'd, <laughs> he'd be, like, 16, um, and I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna just listen to music and pass out. I didn't really even give a shit. Um, You're probably like, the coolest dude. Wait, was that like you know how, like the bus hierarchy? Like you want to sit on the back of the bus usually. Like yeah. is it is it different on the short bus? Uh, no, I really, I didn't. I there was no friends on the short bus. I'll just say that I wasn't like <laughs> friendly with most of the people. Like they didn't really, we didn't communicate very much. Um, and I think it was like a lot of the kids that were on the bus, like they were heavily handicapped in like multiple capacities, as to. Where, like, I went to normal classes and stuff like that and whatever. Yeah. So it was just, like, a weird, um, it was, like, a different environment for sure. But, yeah, I mean, it was chill. Take a nap, wake up, you're at the, you're at the crib. Uh, it sounds luxurious. It sounds like you didn't have to deal with all the other bullshit. No, yeah, it was, it was I think you're different. right, dude. I think it gets a bad, it gets a bad rap. But, yeah. Like, that sounds pretty nice. <laughs> short bus, underrated. That's where I'll go with. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. Fucking, damn, 23. You have, like, you guys are so young. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that, though, sometimes, like. 20 that like 23 24 25 i feel like it's such a weird age because you're not really old yet but i'll say like the 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 funniest part it's it's it is really funny being like this age though because like you think you know so much like you get out of college and you think you know how things are gonna go or like how life is gonna be or what it's like dude and then like i feel like everyone around 22 23 just has a shit year like it yeah. just sucks like it's just awful and then you're like i actually don't know anything i have no idea what i'm doing dude you want to I'll, I'll tell you dude that this is, i'll tell you a story of when i was in the freaking slum oh my god uh this was like probably right before covid so a fun fact about me i like to drink um, drinking, Same. drinking's fun. Um, and I was a fucking idiot. I originally, I graduated college eventually, but I dropped out, uh, with like maybe a year left. So I dropped out at first. Um, I graduated maybe two years ago, but I, I originally dropped out. I was like 22 at the time. 
living back home with my parents, like not a lot going on. I had I had a job I was working at, but they were they were pretty much uh, paying me sub sub wage, pretty much. Uh, it was like a disability nonprofit. It, it's whatever, but uh, it was whatever. They, I wasn't making great money, and so I had like no money. Um, and like it was like start of COVID. I remember just doing like buying like fucking Robitussin, uh, and like just drinking this Robitussin, like a lot of it. So like. Robo trip, um, and then I was like, bro, like I remember sitting there. It was like eight in the morning. I could hear the birds chirping, and I'm like drinking this Robitussin and like slamming milk to try and like dull the taste. And I was like, bro, you gotta get fucking. You can't be doing this. I was like, this is as yeah. low as it. This is as low <laughs> as a it low gets. Point. Yeah, low as you get. Sunday morning, going to the pharmacy, buying up the Robitussin, and it's like, and I bought the Robitussin because like I don't have weed money or whatever. Um, so it's like, maybe I'll do robot. And it's like, <laughs> that's just like stupid. Like I remember that was a real slum point. And even my mom was like, I'll support you no matter what, but like fucking get it to get like, turn up, like get it together, turn your life around. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, doing that and then getting back into sports and finishing college was a real, um, it was kind of a real lifesaver, but yeah, man, it's comedy's great. Um, I think a lot of comedians, everyone does comedy for their own reasons. Everyone, everyone does comedy. I think cause you do need like some validation from somebody to where like I want to go up and make people laugh because people will like me for some reason. So I think like all comedians, if you're funny, um, if you're funny, like no, I love Brady, but you're fucking six feet and beautiful. It's like <laughs> you're you're not miserable. I see the fucking telescope behind you. Um, <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be surprised. <laughs> uh, so I mean, yeah, no, I'm not saying you you could probably do comedy pretty well, but uh, I think a lot of. Uh, Comedians, they all have some type of brokenness. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't saying you'd be surprised that I'm funny. I was saying you'd be surprised how miserable I am. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's all like bullshit, man. Like you tell me your miserable problems, and I'm just like, all right. Like I was like, yeah, it is kind of bullshit. It is. It really is, dude. I, 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 I always end up looking back on the shit I bitch and moan about, and I, I realize how fucking nice I've always had it. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I am very grateful, <laughs> dude. I am extremely grateful. Yeah, no, for sure. That's. <laughs> That's funny. And I'm just giving you a hard time, but, uh... Dude, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you but, lived uh, in Texas uh, all, all your life? Yeah, dude. Lived in Texas all my life. Went to... From San Antonio, then um, did track and field at um, UT Arlington. Um, but, and, and I traveled, I traveled a lot for track and field. Since I was 10, I was doing, like, competitive travel uh, track and field. So every summer... I didn't really have summers. Every summer I was going to a new track meet every, like, three weeks. So, mm. um, but yeah, traveled a lot. Um, went overseas a couple times, but yeah, from here my whole life. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, since you have something so obvious that we're allowed to make fun of you, we should probably just also preface like, okay, Brady is, you can make fun of him by saying he's a douchebag and he got cheated on. And I, am oh, yeah. a, <laughs> and I'm a closeted pervert and pornography addict. So those are the that's, two things where you can get uh, back that's, at us. That's really personal, Tyler. Why the fuck did you admit you were a porn addict? Dude, he, he brings it up a lot. I yeah, for it. somebody in the closet about it, it's not really... <laughs> You're not really closeted. Yeah. For someone who, like, created yeah. a whole... You created a whole show in a medium, set up about 20 episodes so that you could come out to the world as a, as a porn addict. Yeah, no, yeah, I used yeah. to... When I was a it's kid, the ultimate rush. <laughs> I, I got uh, suspended in kindergarten when I was six years old because I showed a boy and a girl at the same time my dick in class. In kindergarten, they suspended you? Yeah. 
I feel like that's pretty. No, like I, no offense, but I feel like everyone was kind of showing dick in kindergarten. <laughs> all right, all I right. told on. I'm I was you. I was on the other side of it, dude. I told I told on a kid for showing dick in kindergarten. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that's crazy. Uh, damn. Uh, so what? You just like you were like, since you're obviously crippled, let me give you some stuff that you could punch me with. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, because we all. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta be able to roast us back. You can't just keep taking it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, Brady. I mean, Brady's the punching bag here, dude. Um. I'm, I, I love, I love being the punching bag. Everywhere, I've, I've always fallen in that role, and I honestly kind of love it. It's so funny. Tyler, what room? What room? What do you it's look too like? Easy. You're, what is this art museum type of room that you're in? <laughs> this is a uh, this is the study room in my apartment. Uh, okay. It's basically okay. just like a it's like a two by two Minecraft fucking room. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> but it's the only I'm sound. In an I'm, <laughs> it's the only sound. I'm in an observatory. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. It, yeah, it's I the only sound. What's your view? Stars. What's your view like from your? Do you have a good view from your house, or do you just live in like a suburban <laughs> street? Dude, dude, Jacksonville is a suburban hellscape. Dude. Yeah. There's nothing good here. My backyard's pretty nice. Like we got a, we got like some woods out there. It's really nice. But this is a, I can open up this, I'll show you my view. It's just... Oh yeah, yeah. classic American. Just okay. houses. It's yeah. just nothing, it's nothing special. The, nice. the, the biggest selling point on this house is it's close to the interstate. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's what you like. Nice. Yeah, so you can get the fuck out whenever you want. That's why we like being close to the interstate. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, if you guys have any more questions, I'm kind of like, I don't know what other fucking things I can tell you guys. Uh, if you have any more questions, I'll ask them, but uh, I'm trying to think of any any other thing that I might want to bring up. Um, what was, uh, what's your earliest memory ever? Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> dude, you know what's crazy? I'll tell this too. My mom used to have this story where... I was like little and I was like playing and I told her I died. I told her like I died, I'd met Jesus and like I'd come back, like I'd come back. And she like, that scared her for years. Cause like I wasn't, I wasn't like, there was no emotion behind what I was saying. I was just like, oh yeah, I died. You remember this? And she was like, what do you mean? Like, um, yeah, that's probably one of my earliest ones. Wait, when that's that's like wild, dude. My little sisters, my little sister had like the same thing. When she was young, she had like these two imaginary friends, and she used to talk about like her other family. And like she was way too young to know what she was talking about. She's like, oh yeah, I had another family in like Texas or something. That's like would wild. talk about like this past life, and we were like, what the fuck? That is crazy. I like do. In, in great detail, like in great detail, like about where they lived and all this stuff. And we're like, what? <laughs> like. I do like I that that stuff does make me wonder because there's so like there's so little that we know about like the origins of Earth and like what really humans are and like I think like we just have we built a prototype in our head but it's like we really have no idea like we're living on no. a floating ball in space it's probably like a fucking supercomputer honestly and uh, like that shit's weird and like I'm not I'm not a big uh, psychedelic guy but it's like you listen to some of the things people will say on on psychedelics um, or like the world that they've had or even like small like salvia and stuff like little small psychedelic stuff like opens up a portal to new worlds and like new families and like that shit, that shit always is scary because, like, yeah, we don't know what's going on, and like, who knows what happens when we die or whatever happens. Yeah. So, we we can't recommend we can't recommend like psychedelics enough. Yeah. Have you never done it? Yeah, yeah. I did it. I I probably would want to. I need to do it again. I think I the first time I did it, I probably just took too much and didn't know what to expect. So then I was. I oh, was like too freaked much. out. Mm. I probably took like I didn't take like it was a chocolate, and I kept saying I don't I don't feel it. So my friend gave me like two or three more pieces, 
of this chocolate and then is it mushrooms yeah uh and then when the mush (laughs) when they hit i was like so not ready to be like oh i'm gonna lose my sight and like i'm not gonna yeah this is fucking insane uh and so then i freaked out and i was fine but Damn, dude, you might have taken seven seven grams i was gonna say because like three of those usually it's like three of those gets you pretty hard like it gets you going yeah it was uh yeah it was wild and uh i should probably try them again but i haven't uh yeah i haven't tried them tried them since but i like um weed's good i think weed Sometimes when I need to really think about life and, like, what I'm doing, um, sometimes I'll, I like smoking weed, and sometimes I'll smoke weed, and, um, it's good to write jokes on for me, and, uh, just, like, it'll help me recognize, like, what's going on wrong in my life, and be like, okay, this is happening, you need to cut this out, so, I mean, I think all this stuff is, like, pretty beneficial, and if you look into, like, the history of, like, psychedelics and stuff, like, there's a great Terrence Mc mechanic quote that was like uh psychedelics aren't illegal because a loving government is trying to look out for you like psychedelics are illegal because uh they dissolve preconceived notions and preconceived rules of like society and and constructs that have just built who you are and he goes that's a that's very dangerous for a population especially one um that's ultra capitalistic like our own so um yeah no I, i'm definitely pro psychedelics but um I should probably give them a, a try um, when I get some free time. But yeah, I did, in, I did a heroic dose of like about six and you go like blind. So yeah. you, you probably took a bit too much for the first time. Yeah, that's uh, okay. So you both are heavy psychedelic or maybe not heavy, but you both use psychedelic. Yeah, a good we, amount, in yeah. the past. Uh, yeah, in the past I used I haven't done them. In, well, I can't even say that truthfully. I, I, I did shrooms and Molly when I was in Miami. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. We haven't done like a few too weeks much, ago, yeah. but we, you know, I've gone pretty deep into them on the times that I have. And also, I don't, I don't think you're supposed to do it a lot. There's a an Alan Watts quote where he says, "Once you get the message, hang up the phone." Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, I don't really feel like I need to do them anymore, but uh, I will probably still do them once a year <laughs> yeah, yeah i still like to do i still like to do them for fun like it's, yeah, there's yeah, still yeah, like yeah. a super fun aspect of it like doing those big heroic doses where you like find shit out about yourself like that's good i also really just love like taking like two three grams and just having a ball just getting yeah. giggly yeah, yeah yeah fuck yeah well all right you guys are great messengers for this uh <laughs> this behavior um dude this yeah. was this was a lot of fun, man. Thanks for having me on. Dude, Daniel, yeah, I'm man. so Thank you, Daniel. excited, and I'm so glad we got to meet you because, uh, first of all, you're just, you're so funny, and you're also just you genuinely are, very nice. You're killer. And I hope you don't turn into an asshole once you go Hollywood and get it big time because it looks like it's about to happen, and, uh, you know, I just uh, just uh, don't want to see a change. I probably got this. I'm sorry, but look at this fucking rude. Are you flexing on us right now? Dude, you're That's kind of crazy. swole. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry uh, yeah. about that. <laughs> oh. You're kind of swole. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Fall? <laughs> right. uh, I was probably, I guarantee you I got that when I was drunk. Uh, nice. It looks like a bite mark. It looks like you let someone bite your bicep. Yeah, no, I literally thought that was some type of bite. I don't know how I got this. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. This was, anyway, yeah, this was fucking... Dude, this yeah, does dude. look like a bite. I look like fucking Wakanda right now. What the fuck is this? <laughs> All right, it's purple, God, bro. Man. It's not black. Yeah. Uh, no, I meant like the symbol they have. Like, <laughs> a little bite. Don't they have a bite mark symbol? Or something? I I so never like saw that. the movie, to be honest. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but that, one wasn't, that one wasn't for us. Yeah. That one was not for us. Uh, yeah. I don't well, really know. Come back on, brother. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys. Yeah, for absolutely, me. man. If you're ever in Florida or Georgia, hit us up. Yeah, for sure. I'll um, let you know if I'm ever passing through Texas. It's not. Yeah, far for sure. Fetch. Hit me guys up. Yeah, um, yeah. Good to good to meet you guys. Thank you guys again for having me. Yeah, and thank then, you. Uh, do you want me to just send this? Uh, do you want me to email this to you? Or? You can try emailing it, and then if that doesn't work, I can just send you our Google Drive, and you can upload it straight to the Okay, Google cool. Drive. Yeah, yeah. Just send me... Yeah, whatever works. Just send me your email, or send me the Google Drive, whatever works. All right, bro. Thanks for coming right. on, Thank dude. you this so awesome. much, man. Thank of you. Course, yeah, of course. All right, see you guys. You're a legend. See right. you, bro. Have a good one, man. Yep. Good luck out there. Thanks, man. You too. See you.